Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. Hi. Hey Eric. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen, whether it's by laughing at us, usually me, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful. We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm Allison and I am here in Pleasant Picture Studios with the one, the only, the sexy, the supportive, the beautiful, the lovely... Mr. Eric Robertson. The muscular. The muscular. The studly. The The guacamole eating. Chip chip bag. I literally had no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) I wouldn't say that you eat guacamole a lot. Hey, welcome to the Awesome with Allison podcast. We are so excited that you are here. We freaking love you. We just love you. And I just want to thank you for turning on the podcast. Like, even if you just get this far, thank you. Thank you for turning on something that you are hoping is going to help you be a little more empowered, maybe a little lightened up. That's truly our only goal. That's why it's not pre-recorded. I like to read it every time to help me remember why we're doing this. And I really, really hope that you feel a little more awesome than you did before. And I know you're going to. This is episode 56, and we are talking with Jessica Dahlquist of the Extraordinary Moms podcast. Now, spoiler alert, Jessica and I talk about this, but we have been friends since we were 12 years old. Jessica has recorded over 200 episodes with all different types of women, and she is an expert at really finding a story and helping people see the beauty in their own story, and honestly, anyone she speaks to. Jessica is literally the wind beneath... Oh, crap. I'm already crying. She's literally the wind beneath my wings. She's been one of my closest friends and biggest support to me. And she honestly is one of the people who really inspired me to start this podcast because we both talked about starting a podcast and she got to it much faster than I did. So I have Jessica share a lot of things. Mostly what Jessica is going to talk about today is she is going to talk about how to start seeing and appreciating and finding your story. Maybe that idea of your story resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't. If the idea of story doesn't resonate with you, I want you to think about your hobby, your or side hustles, or honestly, just finding something you're excited and passionate about. Or if you are excited and passionate about something, Jessica gives really, really amazing tips for executing. She's just kind of a polar opposite from me in a lot of ways. And so I think sharing her perspective is just really going to blow your mind. So we're going to get into that interview. I'm so excited for you to listen to it, but I do have a getting bookie with it. Na, 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 na. I just started reading Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, and it is so good. You know I'm loving a book when I haven't finished it, but I'm already sharing it with you. And I want to read this quote, and I shared this quote with the A-team. The Awesome Empire A-team are people who have subscribed to our Year of Awesome calendar. You can check that out at imdoingawesome.com, and I'm going to share it with you, and it is this quote. Perfectionism is the voice of the oppressor, the enemy of the people. It will keep you cramped and insane your whole life, and it is the main obstacle between you and a 
We're going to say crappy because we're on the podcast first draft. Anne is a writing coach and speaks about writing. She's also a phenomenal author. Very funny. And she really talks about the importance of getting like a crappy first draft done and just putting it out there and get going. And you did that today. You started working on something, Eric, where you were like, done is fun. I'm getting this day done and just getting it out there. Yeah. And how, I, do you, how do you feel? Well, I uh, I feel great actually. It, there, I don't. Is there such thing as perfect? Never. It, it, that's just. It's like a form of fear and a form of insecurity. Exactly. So I've been working on uh, like social media content from Pleasant Pictures Music Club, and I have some animators I work with and people. And I, I was just like, you know, what? I'm going to start doing this myself. I don't want to wait on people. And I downloaded Spark from Adobe and I started making my own ads. And I'm seriously, I came home and he was so excited. It was like Rad attacked me, Ginger attacked me, and Eric attacked me with his ads because they all wanted me to look at stuff they. I jumped on her back. And I honestly loved it so much. So again, I really just recommend that Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, especially if you like me are writing a book, want to write a book, or you are have um, or you have a creative project and you want to get inspired. We also last episode announced our Awesome with Allison podcast tour live. I'm toying with the idea of calling it Awesome with Allison IRL. In real life, we have partnered with Alaska Air and we are so excited to do a live podcast tour. And we thought that this week we would tell you the cities we're going to hit. Do you think that's a good idea? It's a great idea. Okay. So we are hitting, and this is subject to like not maybe exactly in the city, but nearby or in that general area. Okay. So we are going to be in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Phoenix, Seattle, and home. Oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. One here. Okay. So those are the five areas. We don't have dates yet. It is going to be the local one in the Provo Salt Lake City-ish area will be mid to late October and early November for the other cities and the other dates we want to. um, I mean, this isn't even the sponsorship, but we're already thinking Alaska Air because they made it possible and they're going to be flying our team from place to place and it's going to be so much fun. So we're so excited to work with them and we are so excited to listen to Jessica Dahlquist of the Extraordinary Moms podcast. Hello, Awesome Empire. I am so freaking excited to share this treat, this treasure. This truly feels like I'm sharing a private treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Although you have your own very successful podcast, I have Jessica Dahlquist of the Extraordinary Moms podcast with us today. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Allison. Thanks for having me on the show. This is so fun. It's really fun because I've been on your show a couple of times, but this is your first appearance. I'm so honored. I mean, I'm among some great company, and so I'm just kind of, my my hands are very sweaty. We'll just say that. It's harder being on this side. It totally is harder. I know. It really is, except it's going to be really fun. And so just to give everybody a little context, Jessica and I have been friends since we were 12. Mm-hmm. 12. Do, you, do you remember exactly how we met? Uh, it was a group project. Yes. So in Mrs. Moyer's seventh grade class, at the very beginning of the school year, she said, okay, everybody partner up with somebody that you don't know, and you're going to write a little mini report on them. And of course, yeah. what do most seventh graders do? They find somebody that they already know. So they already know the answers and they can just like talk for the most part during the class time. Right. <laughs> but you, you're like, Hey, I don't know you. And you came up to me while all of your friends that were very cool and popular were all butting oh, up please. together. And you came over to me <laughs> and I found out 
how many siblings you had, and I was blown away. And I and you said I play the flute, and I was blown away, and all these things, <laughs> oh, the and flute. you just were the most friendly, outgoing, and I'm like. Oh. She's my girl. And so, and, but then our, our friendship didn't really ramp up, I would say, until high school and an ASB student body. Yes. Mm-hmm. The student, and I talk about you in my um, episode where I go through kind of like my history, my anxiety journey. Ding. And I have like a complete breakdown over doing the senior prom while I'm junior class president. And that was one of the first of many times you would help me through my anxiety attack. Well, it was a pleasure. Um, <laughs> I I really I really felt for you in those times and um, it was I don't know I feel really honored when people let me into their lives to see the most vulnerable parts of them I mean that continues to be true today and so I think even without really realizing that I valued that I was really grateful to you that you were willing to to be open and be vulnerable you know in those types of situations because I always viewed you on such a pedestal um and so not that I viewed you any differently after but it just showed more holistically who you who you were and and I just loved you so much since then. Well, thank you. And that is so beautiful. And that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today. The reason I wanted to have Jessica come onto the podcast is because she has a really special talent. And I realized that this is something that people really need and could use some insight. And I think Jessica maybe not even doesn't even realize sometimes um, how unique this talent is. But what Jessica does on her podcast, The Extraordinary Mom's Podcast, podcast is how many interviews have you done Jessica like ballpark um so I've done some solo interviews and so I would say probably about 220 interviews with women I mean that's a lot of interviews girl yeah, that like, is that's that a is. ton yeah I saw that the other day when we did our episode it was in the 200s and I'm like you have interviewed over 200 women and yeah you've interviewed you know people like me who have like an online profile or people who are um authors and different things like that. But you've also interviewed a ton of women who may or may not have seen themselves in an extraordinary light until you kind of helped craft that story. Yeah, no, absolutely. And especially when I call them extraordinary and I call the work that they're doing extraordinary, most all of them push back. The only one that has not pushed back is Natalie Norton, who said, I will own that because I believe that we're all extraordinary. And she is the only one who's ever really accepted that with, with humility and grace. I haven't listened to her interview. I'm obsessed with Natalie Norton. So I'm going to go listen to that right after we're done because it's amazing. I'm obsessed with Natalie and I can't believe I missed hers. So I'll make sure to link to Natalie's interview over there. And the couple interviews I've done with Jessica, the reason I love talking to Jessica too is you pull out questions and ideas for me that I didn't even know I had usually like (laughs) that's nice that's great yeah things that I don't tend to talk about on my own or maybe open up to on my own and not things that I'm uncomfortable talking about so that's what I think you have this really unique skill so Jessica is what I believe is she's professional and amazing at helping everyone realize and appreciate their own story. And I love just like the title of your podcast, Helping Everyone See 
oh crap, she's already crying over here, <laughs> helping everyone see that their story is extraordinary. Regardless of the details, every individual's story is extraordinary and you are so good at that. So Thank first, you. I kind of wanted to share a few things about you and then I wanted to have you help whoever is listening because you know the goal of this podcast is to help everyone feel a little more awesome than they did before. So I thought it would be fun for you. You have over 200 interviews of experience to share some of your either tips or questions or ideas for how people can get started on discovering and understanding their own story a little bit better. Does that sound good? It literally gives me chills. This is like my favorite thing to talk about. So yes, I yes! cannot wait. I cannot wait. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes, I'm yes, yes. so excited. So I just kind of want to use you as an example really quick. Okay, Jessica, you didn't know I was going to do this, but I was thinking about our interview and we both had a conversation how many years ago that we wanted to start, you wanted to start a podcast and I wanted to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we had that conversation together, right? Right. And then when did you start your podcast? Like how soon after that conversation? <sighs> Um, a few months, like when I first got the idea, I got the idea in like late September, I had a newborn baby, it's my third and I was up in the middle of the night nursing him and thinking what could be constructive that I could be doing during this time. Scrolling Instagram wasn't really doing it for me in the middle of the night and mm. I definitely didn't want to keep shopping. So what else could I do? <laughs> and I thought I wanted to hear from moms who look like they may have it all together, but they're going through challenges too. And I want to see how they've overcome those challenges. And so that was in September and I launched my birthday week in January. January of of that year. Okay, so this is something that I've watched Jessica do our entire lives. She has an idea, and how quickly did she turn around and execute on that idea? So you had a baby, because which baby was this? This is number three. This is Jackson. So he just turned three years old. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this was over three years ago. You've just had a baby, and you have this idea that you would love to hear stories like that. They would empower you. So I love that because, especially because I do my brand coaching and work with so many business owners, what I basically teach is we're we're trying to fulfill a need that we have with our business usually or with whatever we're drawn to, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. And, and when we do that, I believe that's when our best work comes out. And so you have this inkling. And then Jessica, do you have any idea how to start a podcast? Like, do you have an online following? Do you even have social media profiles that are public? Like, give the people the details, you know? Well, I would laugh when you would say, you know, oh, this is happening on Instagram or things like that. Because I'd be like, wait, (laughs) how many followers do I have right now? Like 300. And I know these people who who are following me and who I'm following. And it was like a one-for-one thing, right? So no, zero following. Zero online presence, zero... Any, zero journalism experience, zero anything that would qualify me to do this. When I had the idea for the podcast, I started searching, does this exist? I did not find yeah. something that existed exactly. And then I Googled how to start a podcast. That was my next step. And then I'm like, well, I could probably do that. And I will say, I was, like crying. I was listening to so the Power of Moms podcast at the time. And April Perry, who runs that and, or co-runs that, she has always seemed like a very approachable realistic, authentic mom to me who also has these other skill sets of excellence. And so when I heard April Perry, sometimes she would say, okay, I'm recording this from my car, but I really feel like I need to get this out and moms really need to hear this. And so her sound Mm. wasn't perfect. Her, you know, 
she was always very well spoken. I will say that, but there was nothing perfect about it. But those messages just always sat so deeply in my heart when I would listen. And I would thought, well, if she could do that. Why couldn't I? It doesn't have to be perfect because motherhood's not perfect. I'm not appealing to a business audience or a certain demographic where they expect the top level of production and things like that. So you're not going to hear that on the Extraordinary Moms podcast. It's it's pretty darn good given the janky setup it's that I great. do have. It's great. But the point is that this this these messages, these stories need to be told. And I am so, I'm just so grateful that I have created this platform and this vehicle for, like you said, there are some women that I have on that are influencers and do have followings and do have a presence online or elsewhere where you do know their names. But there are hundreds of other women that I've interviewed that you didn't know their name before, but you know their story now. And 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 they recognize the value in their story. And it makes me so happy. <laughs> well, what literally floors me about you is you just did it. You felt called to do it, so you did it. I freaking did it. Get, I freaking you did freaking it. You freaking did it. <laughs> and you didn't get stuck on, is it perfect? And yeah. you didn't get stuck on, who am I? What permission do I have? Why would I be allowed to? You just did it. And you honestly hardly knew how to use Instagram. No. You barely knew how to create a blog. You figured out how to make your own graphics because you didn't have money to pay somebody to do it. Yep. You reached out to me and you're like, I'd like to buy a song from Eric. And we're like, Jessica, we will give you a <laughs> Song. Right, Pleasant we Pictures music. You. That's the intro yes. music. Uh huh. Yeah. And you just used what you had. You used your resources. And you know what? You know who has a, a music engineer, sound technician as a husband, and still waited two years longer than you to start our podcast. <laughs> we had the idea to start a podcast at the same time, but like you just started. And that is something you've done your entire life. And I just think that that is like such a beautiful gift you have. I hope you appreciate so many people like have to work. And I'm not saying you don't work hard. I know you work hard to have that, but it's also so inspiring to me that you just, you just do it. And what I love so much in that story is that you were given light and encouragement by another woman who was doing her best and sharing her best regardless of whether it was perfect or not. Yeah, no, it's so true. Thank you for saying that. That really means a lot to me. One of the your giftings is that you're really good at identifying what people are really, really good at. And so that's yeah, that's what I'm good at. You're really good at that. You're among other things. But when you really have identified the importance of a supporter in in other yeah. people's lives, there are some people that are doers and goers and on stage. But if there's nobody in the audience, then what? That's really nice of you to say and acknowledge my proactivity because my whole life I felt more of a supporter role in, in those types of effort is so crazy because some background on Jessica is she is this incredibly accomplished singer and she would have starring roles in <laughs> the like theater productions and she taught voice lessons and like you literally like I wanted my name in lights and to be a star but I don't have any of the talent you have all of the talent and are actually a star so like, oh my gosh. that's why it's so mind-blowing and Jessica sang at our graduation our high school graduation and she's saying, wind beneath my wings. 
Yeah. Because that's how you feel. You, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you're, it's just so crazy to oh. me. You're the star. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting when you look at like your natural talents and how you use them. Like podcasting didn't even exist 10 years ago. So when I started no. out my motherhood journey eight years ago, I never would have thought like, I've always wanted to contribute and have little side things and passion projects and things. That's always been a part of, of my nature and who I am. Um, But I never could have imagined this path for myself because it didn't even exist. And so I just so want to encourage people that feel like stuck or unsure of the next step and stuff like that next step may not have even been thought up yet, but it doesn't mean that you can't be the thinker to start it, you know, and just, and just do it. But you may have waited longer than I did to start your podcast, but the journey that you've been on the last two years have made it a much different podcast than it would have been had you started Uh, out two years uh ago. Yeah, no, I think everything turned out and was on the timeline that it needed to be. I was in a position where I was giving too much or whatever I was doing and I needed to learn how to give in a way that I could sustain and now I've learned that so now I can do it. And now you can teach it. (laughs) Yeah, because before, yeah, you you knew a lot of these principles but until you really start Mm -hmm. living them out and and creating the space to implement them and really implement them consistently and see them in other people, I mean, just your teaching is so much deeper and your message is so much stronger than it would have been even two years ago when you were on the cusp of all this same information. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, and so here's what I want the takeaway to be. And just from Jessica's example is you can do it you can. and just do it. And there's the internet and there's online courses. And one thing that I also love about you, Jessica, is you invest in yourself. Like you take online courses and you help your brother with his business and learn new skills. And you're always educating yourself and pushing yourself to learn more. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, and we talk about this in the interview I did on your podcast, but giving yourself the time to learn the new skills so you can do the things that you feel called to do, right? Oh, absolutely. And when it comes to telling your stories, I mean, my number one tip would be create the space and the opportunity to actually reflect upon your life. Mm. So in terms of motherhood, you are living a fast-paced, on-the-go, ever-changing life. And if you are not taking the time, I mean, at the end of the day, we all kind of go back over the day, but usually we're kind of beating ourselves up to some degree. And that's not really the purpose of of rehearsing and rehashing. Like, that's not really that helpful. The beauty... I just... Time out. Time out. This is huge. Okay. This is huge. So now what we're moving into is I want Jessica to give us her tips on helping us better understand and discover our own stories. And you just said, you know, at the end of the day, we're rehashing and rehearsing. But the point of doing that is not to beat ourselves up. Jessica, I've literally never had this thought before. Really? Like, well, like, yeah, like I've never put it in these terms, like, and given I think about things and I think about how things went. But like realizing like the point of thinking about how things went today is not to grade myself or see how I can do better. I mean, I think that's going to be revolutionary thought for a lot of people, yeah. honestly. Yes. Well, I'm so glad. I, I, I've done yeah. I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of work around this. I, I put out an episode called Why I Go to Therapy. Um, I think it was just a year episode. and a half ago. And, mm-hmm. and I got so, such wonderful, loving, supportive responses back of people saying like, the reasons you didn't go to therapy are the same reasons I'm not going today. But now hearing that you've gone and had such, you know, such positive impact from 
from that. Like I have the courage to go now and that's wonderful. But the thing is like therapy can be most helpful when you're trying to clear up things in the past and to, you know, unearth some of those things that need to be worked through so that it can be released. But then going from there, I felt like I did a lot of that. And now my thought work is more surrounded upon like viewing the present in a, in a positive educational way, I guess, even my missteps, you know, they're more educational than they are opportunities for me to just to feel more guilty about how I could have done everything better. And so as you're thinking about your story, as you're thinking about how you're doing as a mom, how you view yourself as a mom, this is what we talked about last week on the show with you. Like I asked you the question, did you think you could be a good mom going into it? You know, and, and, yeah. and our perception of how we view ourselves really does impact the outcome. And if we're not even aware of how we view ourselves in the first place, how do we expect to have any control over how things go and how our story's written? And so that is just that question that like, and I think that questions are the most powerful tools. Oh yeah. And so let's give everyone that question as a tool, whatever you're thinking about, whether it's your career or motherhood or a relationship, how did you think it was going to be going into it? Mm -hmm. Is that the, like, how do you phrase that question? I love it. Yeah, totally. So if you're starting a new business and you, I think fear is a normal part of an uncertainty is a normal part of starting any new venture. Right? That is completely normal, acceptable. You can feel those feelings. That is fine. However, if you think I failed in the past and you have this history and track record and narrative in your mind circling through of how you don't commit to anything and stick with it, and then you're hopeful that you're going to, you know, have this explosion of success with this new thing. Allison, you've seen businesses again and again and again. Like, what is the track record of somebody who is believing that about themselves? Not that they have a track record of, you know, quote unquote failures before. Like, that's not an indicator of if you can be successful. But if you think you're going to repeat the same thing, you're kind of just writing your own death sentence. And so just believing that there's a possibility you can be a good mom or that you can have a successful business, believing that you've learned from the mistakes in the past and that you're going to have a better day today. Even if you're making just a shift moment to moment, hour to hour with your three-year-old who's dumping everywhere and you're just like, "Ah, I don't know what to do. You know, just really acknowledging that it's okay. It's okay. And it's all part of it. So, um, so I feel like almost to what this kind of lends itself is as you are starting to try to understand your story or find value in your story, the first thing to realize is you're the hero, uh, love N- it. not the victim, <laughs> not the sidekick, not just the, su- not, and not to, you know, demean just like the supporter, but like in your story you're the hero. Mm. Yes? Oh, 100%. In interviewing all of these women... I spoke on another podcast recently and they said, what's the common thread of these extraordinary women? And the answer that I gave then and that I'll reiterate now is that these people are not victims. These are people Mm. a lot of times that have been through very, very challenging circumstances that they did not sign up for, that they did not want to go through and that they would not choose again. But that being said, they're not victims to those circumstances and they view those events as teaching opportunities, recalibrating opportunities, whatever it is is to bring to their awareness the fragility of life or the importance of gratefulness, the importance of seeking joy even in the midst of hardship. Um, And what I've seen time and time again and what I've seen in my own life, what I've seen in your life too, is that everything in our life really is preparatory for us for the next thing in one way or another. And Mm -hmm. if we're not looking for it, we won't see it. We'll just be so Mm -hmm. mad that we lost that job or we'll just be so mad at, you know, such and such a relationship that dissolved 
and we'll just stay stuck and, and have that resentment. But when you think about what those things could teach you and how those things can shape you, one of the questions I often ask is, you know, how did whatever, fill in the blank, losing your child, or how did that diagnosis impact you as a person and impact the way you view motherhood or you, for mm. your listeners, you know, view business or um, run your business or well, lead or I mean, whatever. Is, you know, our podcast, so many people who listen to Awesome with Allison, like it's not for business. It's not for entrepreneurs. It's just for humans right. who want to feel as awesome as they are. And it's interesting because I tend to tie my worth up in what I achieve, mm-hmm. which it for me, it has a lot to do with my business. And a lot of women, especially, tie their worth up in what they achieve in motherhood, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so I love that question of how did how did this event impact you not only in that area but in other areas too right, right? and like for you and in, in your accident that you had you know obviously the physical ramifications were huge in your life you know and mm. chronic pain and dealing with recovery i mean i can't even talk about it without crying about it but um <laughs> You know, it's like it could it could be limited to, you know, my body's powerful, my body can heal, blah, blah, blah. But when you talked about how you changed the way that you saw seeing joy in your kids, you know, not that I would wish that event on you again or that, you know. Yeah, no, no, I'm not I am not happy it no. happened, but I'm happy with lots of the results. But but at the same time, it could have been a wasted chance to not change a darn mm. thing about your life and your motherhood and the way you view your kids and the way you view your relationships and the way you spend your days and the things you choose to focus on or let go. Well, I think what, what you said that just hit me so hard was if you're not looking for it, you won't see it. Oh, yeah. There's miracles, literal miracles happening every day. Have you been following that Thailand soccer team stuck in the cave thing? You probably haven't because it's probably like it would bring you down a rabbit hole. (laughs) I know. You you know, yeah, because I did. I I see it. But yeah, you know me, like I kind of get a little too involved. So I have to disengage a bit. Right. Yeah. But there's literally (laughs) things happening all around us. Like people holding doors open. It's simple as that. There is just stuff happening all around us. And so as you're thinking about your life and your story, you're going to see most of what you're looking for. And so if you're in a negative time in your life and you're, you know, choosing to focus on the negative, like you're going to see and cultivate more of that. But the good news is, is even in a hard, hard season or even in the best season of your life, when you are grateful and searching for the good and continuing to give as much as you can give, gosh, what an illuminated life. And then when you look back and put your head down at the end of the day, feel that. Be grateful for that. You know, don't beat yourself up. It is, life is too, too short. What do you say? Because, you know, we do, we're we're podcasters, right? We're sharing messages. You have extraordinary moms. And I know you go out of your way to look for all different types of people, but what do you say to the people who are listening to this podcast who want to understand their story or know what their story is and are like, but nothing big or important. I'm not special. I haven't had to deal with anything horrible or it's not as horrible as this. Like I get this question from time to time that's like, but how do I know I don't do anything? I'm, I'm, it's like the, not special enough or nothing big enough. Like, what do you say to that? Okay, so I totally hear you and I totally get that all the time, but I am 
that person, or you could describe me as that person, but I don't, you don't don't need to rebut it. You don't need to, you don't need to rebut it because I'm going to keep going. Okay. 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 Nothing catastrophic has happened in my life. I haven't lost a child. I haven't gone through divorce. I haven't, you know, by layman's terms, like, you know, climbed any huge mountains. However, I am so proud of myself at 34 years old that I can really be proud of trying to be my best self every day and changing and growing and doing those things. And that is a big deal. So many people phone in their life and, you know, go day to day. and, um, And even if they are going through something really hard, they continue like just doing more of the same, expecting different results, you know? And I have not chosen that path. I have not. And so when when I'm invited to be on other podcasts, which I just get so flattered by, it's like, oh gosh, you want to hear from me? It's like, yeah, because we all do have a story. And so I just really believe in the value of your contribution in this world that only you can bring to pass. I feel really convicted lately that I have really devalued myself for a really long time in showing up in my life in a way that is like where I live in this community in this time in the world I'm put here for a reason and if I stay in my house or don't share my voice or don't act upon you know a calling of starting a podcast or things like the world will never have it then so what what good is that so even if you're not starting a podcast even if whatever whatever you choose to do in your day-to-day life it doesn't need to be visible to other people on a grand scale showing up to one other person that needs you showing up to your kids who you are equipped for I believe that so wholeheartedly even with the hardest of kids in the hardest of challenging relationships you might have with them you are equipped for them they were meant for you and you are meant for them and they will teach you and they will refine you as a person through this role but don't sit back passively not contributing your voice or your talents or whatever because you think it's not of worth because it is it is and there's only one you and we don't know how long we have and so yeah it's just so funny because I feel like I spent a good portion of my life feeling like I needed to be more accomplished and older and have more experience under my belt and then within like literally a six month time span oh I'm too old Mm. do you see what I'm saying and it's just so silly to me but what I love that you're saying is one yeah like this is it like let's go all in and what I'm hearing is just okay let's say you're that person who feels like what's my story I don't know what my story is what is so beautiful to me that you said is just by showing up in your life and trying to be the best that you can be that is the most beautiful story you could ever tell right yeah like That is the story of the most value is because you know what's really hard to do is to show up. I heard Gabrielle Bernstein, who I love, she said she had a yoga teacher say to her that 90% of the battle was just getting to the mat. Yeah. yeah. And it stuck with me so hard. And I've been saying that 90% of the battle is getting to the mat. 90% of the battle, everyone thinks it's, you know, the technical aspect of figuring out how to start the podcast or the technical aspect of me figuring out. I've spent months trying to figure out how to do this webinar and it keeps not working and I just have to keep showing 
up and trying, mm-hmm. that's way harder than actually recording the webinar Absolutely. or releasing the audio courses or getting up and sh- like walking up onto the stage in front of 1500 people is so much harder than actually being on stage in front of 1500 people. Totally. Totally. And, and I am somebody- You just have to show up. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> so I'm somebody that does not enjoy working out. Like that is not where I get a lot of my elation in my life. I realize yeah, that I yeah. do it for certain reasons <laughs> that are a benefit to me. Yeah. And so then I do it. And I was going through this workout program in the very beginning, you know, when you don't have the endurance and the strength and gosh, yeah. it's hard to show up and you're lifting these, what, yeah. you, what you view are puny weights and, but you're fatigued and it's hard. And then after two months, you've built your strength, you built your endurance, you've established new healthier habits. And I was remarking to my husband um, after about two months of that, really regular, pushing myself harder than I'd pushed myself before. And I just said, gosh, it's still hard. He's like, but you're lifting heavier weights. He's like, it's always going to be hard. Working out never gets easier. Running a business never gets easier. Motherhood never gets easier. Being in a marriage never gets easier. But you start lifting heavier weights. And if you keep lifting the light weights, yeah, you may have like less ripples in in the waves, you know. Mm -hmm. But the fulfillment comes from showing up every day, establishing those healthy habits, good, healthy narratives in your mind, doing and contributing in a way that's meaningful and realizing it might always feel hard. But just realizing, yeah, it's it's going to continue to feel hard, but you're lifting heavier weights and you're doing more important work. I think it's important to examine the word hard though because I think the more accurate word is uncomfortable. Sure. I love that. Right? That's great. Because because here's why. Because I go through that narrative for in order things to be good, they have to like be gut-wrenching, nerve-inducing anxiety breakdown hard. When I gave myself permission and when I finally acknowledged that I don't have to ruin my life and the lives of other, people's and, uh, other people in order to accomplish the things I want to accomplish by things having to be so hard, I was like, discomfort is just that it's just uncomfortable Mm. and I can be uncomfortable but still surrender to the discomfort and I can be unsure and find ease in the uncertainty I really like that I like that real adjustment that language I do like that yeah and and so I think that it's important because one thing I like to say is just because it's hard doesn't mean you're doing it wrong because I immediately think if something's hard for me that it's easier for everyone else because I'm an idiot, right? <laughs> and so I'm the idiot, couldn't figure, like I'm the mom who couldn't figure it out. Everyone else must be smarter than me, right? right. And it's like, no, just because it's hard for you doesn't mean it's easier for everyone else, right? Yes. It's being a mom is a difficult, uncomfortable thing being a CEO or a founder or a podcaster or trying a new skill is uncomfortable. It's just that we don't have to, life doesn't have to be this like, like white knuckled gut wrenching climb all the time. Right. And, and it doesn't mean that if yeah. it's not that, that you finally reach the height either, you know, cause I don't, yes. I don't have that same drive to white knuckle to prove my worth. I would like things mm. to be easy and peaceful to feel like mm. I'm doing it right. So I think, oh, Oh, yeah, it, it, it so can funny. manifest itself differently for different people. Yeah. So if they don't identify with you, uh, you know, like just think of in terms of what do you think you need to be doing in order to feel like you are achieving something or showing up or whatever, and then identify if that's working.
working for you? And is there another way yeah. that can can yield the same results, but can can make you happier or make the people around you, you know, happier? Things like that. So I think it can look differently. Yeah. But I I like that shift of language. I think you're so right. Yeah. Well, and I I just only share it because I've worn hard as a badge of honor, mm-hmm. and I think it's very interesting because you're like, no, I want it to be easy as a badge of honor. Yes. And <laughs> what's funny about Jessica and I is we probably are like complete opposites in so many ways and yet we've been best friends for like so many years. We're opposite know? in most ways. You invited me to your birthday yeah. party dance party years ago and things. Yes. And so like your idea of a birthday party is all the people, all the dancing, no, all the costumes. No, but you know what? That surprise party the, the, when I turned 17. Oh no, I was talking about um, in, in Utah last year. Your, oh yeah, but that party that party wasn't for me because yeah. my idea for my birthday is me and you at dinner just us. That's true. Or the spa the next day. That was lovely. Yes, Let's do that, that again. Actually, <laughs> oh, see, that is, and that's the thing, right? Is people, oh, Jessica, we could spend an hour, and I bring this up often, but I'm on this like vendetta against people using um, the label of introvert as a badge of honor and as an excuse. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Because can you testify that like all I want to do is be left alone? Yes. Right? Like that's all I want. In life. Right. <laughs> totally. And that would be shocking to people. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. But Jessica and I, we would go to every party in high school and then what would we do? Make eye contact like, okay, are, are you done? Am I done? Yeah. How can we get out? Yeah. <laughs> we were out. And then we would <laughs> then we would go back to Jessica's house and watch reruns of Friends. That's it. That's it. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. Like I just need everyone to understand. And like I have her here. She is testifying Testify. to the truth. Mm-hmm. Like No, it's so true. Yeah. So you don't think that you need to be an extrovert in order to be super successful. You or by being an introvert, you're limited by certain things. No, 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 nope. No. It's fine to be aware, like, I get my energy from such and such a source. Yes. That's fine. And that's where, that is where it is so helpful to understand our habits and helpful to understand what drains us and what fuels us. It just very quickly goes from helpful to an excuse, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So here's what I want to do, Jessica. This has been so beautiful. Like, I've just been crying. (laughs) I've been laughing. But mostly, I think the takeaways, and tell me if I'm wrong, and then if you have anything to add, is if you want to better understand your story or start thinking about your story, the first thing to do is to remember that you're the hero. The second thing that you said that I loved so much is if you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's giving yourself that space and that time. And for you, it looked like going to therapy for a little bit. And then it looked like having some reflection time. Do you do a lot of journaling or what What are some exercises or things you actually physically or mentally do to help you in that area? Yeah, I go on a lot of walks. So I used to take my kids, oh, awesome. I used to take my kids on a lot of walks and you are always on me to get babysitters and things and which I, you know, have you, yeah. I'm still working on that. We all have areas. Ah, we all have areas. Okay. Um, <laughs> but then I started walking by myself because I realized when there was chatter and kids and I was focusing mm. not solely upon my own thoughts and my own self, my own well-being, you know, when you're divided like that, it's it's counterproductive. So I started going on more walks. Listening to your grateful practices has been a really beautiful um, oh, addition you. to to just recognizing like what's around me. When I walk by flowers, I smell them. 
I literally yes. stop in people's yards and smell the most beautiful yes. flowers. Um, and when I do have my kids on a walk, I point out the flowers to them and have them smell them. So I hope that I'm modeling for my kids these these healthy practices of self-awareness and, and self-love and self-care and whatnot. But I, I used to journal more than I do now. Right now, I feel like I've been taking in a lot of information in terms of like self-improvement and inspiration and things like that. And so I kind of need mm. just to create more margin to let these things settle and start practicing these things more versus taking in more now. Um, So in this season, if I'm having a really anxious day, I'm also prone to anxiety like you are. I write down all the things that I'm anxious about, just getting them out of my head because I I don't know if, yeah. if you're like driving in the car and suddenly things are feeling good and then you're like, but I was worried about something. What was I bugged by? What was pending? What was bugging me? And then you bring it back up again and you're like, shoot, like I was feeling okay a second ago. And then yeah, it yeah. Re- darn it. Um, but if I had like written it down, even if I could just go reference that, I spent so much energy trying to recall the terrible thing that didn't need to have any power over me. So um, just writing down the things that you're anxious about, the questions you have and being able to reference those again and seeing how far you've come and how some of those questions and those anxieties um, provoking things didn't amount to what you thought they would. And, you know, things like that. So those are just a couple. So I love that. I love that. And thank you so much because I think it is, you know, I always say insight is cute, but action is drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. And so if something today that Jessica has said has resonated with you, I want you to take action on it today. I want you to go for a walk today. If it's nighttime, walk around your house, like the perimeter of your house, yep. walk around the inside of your house, write down a list. And if anything that I have said or Jessica has said has overwhelmed you, just take a step back from it. It's not for it's not for you right now. Right. And you sometimes know? the things that trigger us and we're most defensive about are the things that we are already aware deep down in our subconscious mm. that are a source of pain or discomfort or something that needs to be worked through. So don't just completely abandon it. Be like, why is that triggering me? I think it's that curiosity, right? That's something Jodi Moore, um, who we interviewed on the podcast, Jodi Moore talks about that curiosity. And I love curiosity because there's, you don't bring judgment with it. It's, Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, Yes, you know? So I love that. And then the third and final thing that really struck me today, Jessica, that I really think is going to empower people to recognize their story and what they have to contribute in this world is that just by showing up and doing the work to feel a little more awesome than you did before and leave others feeling a little more awesome whenever you can, that's the most beautiful story you could ever create or tell. Absolutely. And I would just like to add that if you are now prompted to think over your story and be like, well, do I even have a story? Hopefully by the end of this, you'll realize you do have a story, you are valuable, but this is what I want you to think. I want you to go back to the beginning. The very first question I always ask my guests are, tell me about your background. Tell me about your family. Mm. Tell me about your schooling and experiences you had as a younger person. Because when we're looking at our life from like the phase that we're in right now, sometimes we forget about those really meaningful experiences or, yeah, you know, when you're kind of deconstructing, well, why do I think this about myself or why am I so stuck with this thought about my body or things like that? If you're able to really recoil it from the beginning and you're able to identify where it started, you're really in such a more powerful position 
to continue on to see, to clarify some of those thoughts and, and to kind of release the ones that really shouldn't have power over you anymore because you can, you can think and believe whatever you want to believe. And so start, starting from the beginning really, really helps. That is such a good action item. Thank you so much. So this is something Jessica came to my Build an Awesome Brand Workshop. So and fun. then I got super excited for a business for you to do. And are you doing it? Yes. So I have just Tell them, okay, started. Okay, yes. This is so good. And also you came to the workshop in when? March? It was in March. Uh-huh. We are talking at the end of July. And so look at this girl taking action. She is amazing. Tell them about this really cool thing you're doing because I'm so obsessed with this and not just because I helped you. <laughs> Well, my passion that I have just very recently discovered in these last two years is that I love helping people tell their stories and document yes. their, their just the value in, in their words and not only just in the written word, but in with their voice. My husband's mom passed away when she was only 42. And in preparation for knowing that she did not have very long to live, she recorded her voice sharing what she wanted her kids to know. She wrote them letters. She made baby blankets, but she wanted to be sure that her voice and her value and her story was not going to be lost. And those yeah. are just such precious memories. And and recently I recorded with a woman named Michelle Kaylee. You can look up her podcast episode um, as well. well and she has weeks, months maybe to live. And so she's at the end of her life. She's a young person leaving behind kids. And I treated that interview like an audio memory keeping. I asked her the questions that I believed that her family would want to go back to and hear from her on certain topics and share yeah. her viewpoints and things. And it's, it was really powerful. And she really appreciated that timestamp and that that record for her family. And so what I want to do for other people is, is offer that to them. So I help people on my podcast to share their stories. And I want to help other women and moms and people to, sh- to document their stories with their own voices. So whether it is a birth story, story, whether you want to document your pregnancy, whether you just are like, oh, I'm just such at a precious stage of life right now and I never want to forget these things. And you think you won't, but you will. So I want oh to- Oh my gosh, I forget every, everything I knew yesterday. I don't you remember You don't remember. Today. And so I want, <laughs> I want to simply get on a call with you and ask you the types of questions that I've come to realize are the most important and evocative in, in drawing out your stories so that we can document those. So whether, you know, it is telling a certain chapter of your life or- in a personal history, whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm doing a couple birth, birth ones just prior to them having their baby and they talk to their baby. They talk to their kids oh. before their sibling is born oh. and they, and they, and they talk to themselves about, about to have the baby. Oh and, my gosh, I'm just and they say, it over they here. say, Chris, they say, Chrissy, you can do this. Like believe you can, you knew you could do this. And in the heat of it, you're going to wonder, can I really get through? And you can, you know, so it's just like, um, oh. And so I would love, you can go to extraordinarymomspodcast.com. I have a page set up there where you can just email me for more information if you're wanting to just timestamp any important chapter of your life, um, where you're at right now. Well, and this is what I love so much, Jessica. You've been doing the podcast for two or three years. How many yeah, years Yeah, two, two and a half, yeah. Two and a half years. And it's not a money-making venture. No. Correct. Yeah, not, not very but much, yeah. I wanted to help Jessica see that you've 
built this incredible talent. Like I said, you ask me questions and get me to, to say things and think about things in a way that I can't do for myself. And the information that comes out of me when I talk to you, I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, write that down. That's really good. <laughs> and I love so much that you've spent this time not focusing on how could I turn money is awesome. And you know, I love making money, but like you just did what you feel called to do. And now you're able to turn it into this really cool business that I know is going to be like a huge benefit to your family, but also a benefit to anyone who wants to capture their story. And like, how cool is that? Like, this is so cool. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. I'm so excited. I am too. And like I said, I never could have dreamed that this would be the thing, you know, 10 years ago. And so that just should be such an encouragement to people to realize, you know, once their kids are back in school and they're like, well, what am I going to do with all these hours? The world is your oyster. Like think creatively, think about, you know, new ways of expressing your gifts and, and even just acknowledging your, the things that come naturally to you as gifts. Sometimes we just ignore them as gifts and we don't even realize it's a thing. So I didn't realize asking questions could be a gift. And I'm really grateful that so many people have trusted me with their stories and that so many people have listened. It's, it has been so edifying to myself and And I know a lot of people listening have needed these stories as well. Well, and I know I have. I can think of a lot of times ugly crying listening to different interviews and uh, different episodes that you've done. So thank Thank you you. so much. Now, Jessica, uh, we're going to link to your Extraordinary Moms podcast. We're also going to link to where they can find you if they're interested. And what are you calling your story services? Um, I'm just going to call them audio memory keeping for now. If you Okay, audio memory keeping. I like that. We'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. I know know it's not uh, festive. No, no, no. I like it though because it says what it's audio memory keeping and I love that and it's so beautiful. So I'm excited for you to do that. Now, I have a couple of questions and then we're going to wrap up. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. What's a product, a book, or a service that you've been recommending to people lately? Oh, the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo, hands down. I change everybody's life. Oh, yeah. I love Brooke Castillo so much. She says it like it is. The Life Coach School, and I'm freaking, I worship at the feet of Brooke Castillo. Okay. What are one or two things you do to boost your mood when you need a mood boost? You're just like, rah, or uh, what do you do to boost your mood? Um, I go on a walk. I okay. paint my nails. I always have my nails <gasps> I love painted. That. Paint your nails. Yep, paint my nails. Okay. Um, and I usually have some treat hidden somewhere, probably dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. Ooh, so yeah, ooh. that boosts my mood. I'm not like a dance okay. party in the kitchen kind of person. Like that doesn't necessarily yeah. amp me up. So these simple, calmer activities like brings me back. Yeah. Like I told you, Jessica and I live on different, different planets. universes. Yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> – but there's so much love yes. in, in our galaxy. Yes. Okay. So we're going to play, we can legally play 30 seconds of a song that pumps you up. So like, what is a song that just pumps you up? And we will play a portion of it. Okay. So, so I was on Ellen's Game of Games last year. Ah, <laughs> yes, you were. It was really, really fun. And you can look up the Dizzy Dash clip on episode five if you want to see me spin to my death. Um, And so when I was auditioning for that, I had to like Skype with producers and stuff. 
And they're like, do you have any other like secret talents or things? I'm like, well, I sing. And they're like, oh, will you sing for us? I'm like, well, yeah. And at the time, my very favorite song on repeat was, play that song, the one that makes me go all night long. And it's like not an appropriate song, but my whole family loves it. We all sing to it. That is one Wait, song. Wait, who sings it? Train. It is so, and it's okay, to the tune of it. Heart and Soul. It is so good. It's okay, so good. Okay, we're on board. Yes. On board. She said, Play that song, the one that makes me go all night long. The one that makes me think all of you. That's all you gotta do. Hey, 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 play that song. Do you have a signature dance move? Oh, like I, when it's time to dance, because you will dance. It's not like you don't dance. Right. No. When it's time to dance, what do you do? I'm just like a step clap, step clap with the head bob. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it right now if you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Step, step clap. It. We're going to stick with that. <laughs> step clap, an enthusiastic step clap. Right. Okay. What are the best ways for people to get more of you? Oh, me as a human? Yeah, like, do, like, like they should come over. We're gonna link to your oh, extraordinary okay. mom's podcast. You know, I'm like, like bring me food, like, like bring me baked pimp. goods. Oh, Is yeah, that yeah. how you like no, draw no, no. me out? Okay, no, no, okay. No, where no, can no, you no. find me? Okay, so I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Jessica Dahlquist three on Instagram. I know you hate that. I'm really sorry. Should should have changed I do that. Hate it so much. Sorry. I was. Yeah. Anyways, we can. <laughs> that's a whole other okay. thing. You're. Hey, you're doing the best you can, and I support you. Do that. the best what you know. I didn't know this was gonna. I thought 75 people would listen to my podcast. Had I known. I would have done things differently. Anyways. It's okay. Um, extraordinarymomspodcast.com is our website where you can listen to episodes, see show notes, and then you can find Extraordinary Moms Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I would love for you to subscribe. I'm so happy. Jessica, thank you so much for being here. You have changed my life. And I know that people listening today, their lives are going to be changed by the information that you shared and they are going to feel way more awesome about their story and how to find it and own it and love it than they did before. So thank you so much, Jessica. I hope so because I'm proof of that. I I believe more in my story than I did when I started this whole thing and I hope that other people can see that in themselves. Oh, I love it. Okay, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for having me on. This is such a treat. Thank you. Oh, yes. I hope you are feeling as inspired and as empowered as I am. Please check out Jessica and her beautiful podcast, Extraordinary Moms. And Eric, do you have a review for us? Carly Toon says, not all podcasts are created equal. I love podcasts and I'm always searching out new ones, but I always come back to Allison and Eric. I always end the podcast feeling, you guessed it, more awesome because they have practical recommendations and suggestions that really help you be the best version of yourself. I've been listening from the beginning and haven't missed an episode yet. P.S. The sound quality of this podcast is amazing, which speaks volumes to Eric's producing abilities. Carly, thank you. Um, also, I just want to say, Carly Toon, you have been with me in my online journey for a long time. And I love you and I appreciate you. And whether this is your first episode listening in or you have, like, Carly listened, again, we just are so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much. We hope you're feeling empowered and awesome. Carly, send us an email at awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com with your address, and we are going to get you some goodies. And if you guys keep leaving those reviews, and sharing. Sharing is caring and 
Honestly, I was a little sad this week because we're not doing the sharing is caring bonanza and I don't think as many people are sharing. So I want you guys to keep sharing and I'll give you presents because it makes me, it helps me know what content you guys are liking. So if you specifically call out the parts you like, then I can keep pleasing you. I just want to thank you guys again. Thank you, Carly, for that review. Thank you, Eric, for being here. Thank you, Jessica, for the interview. And thank you for being such a hot, sexy listener. I want to (laughs) remind you that only you can be you, and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Oh, Eric, what are you taking us out on? So, Pleasant Pictures Music Club, we have a brand new collection called Weekend Away. Ooh. This track is called Boogaloo Whitney. Me. (laughs) 